the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a business coach for entrepreneurs and a meditation and mindfulness instructor. I teach you how to give less fucks and own your authentic confidence so you can launch and scale your purposeful online business and change the world. On this podcast, you'll hear from me and amazing guests on mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Guys, welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. Leah here, your host. If it's your first time listening, you are in for a treat today. Uh, we're going to talk about victim mindset. We're going to talk about the blame game, taking radical responsibility. This episode may be a little bit triggering. And if, if it causes you to be triggered a little bit, please take that as a good thing. Because those moments when we're triggered, it means we're rubbing up against some type of a fear that we have going on, right? Some type of fear that we have about ourselves. And that's a good thing because that allows us to expand. That gives us something to work on. So I challenge you to tune into this whole episode and try to have an open mind and think about things objectively and really be analyzing your belief system as you listen without being hard on yourself. Okay, that's the whole point here. This is about confidence. It's about self-love. This is about us taking responsibility for bettering our lives without being hard on ourselves for where we are right now. I'm here to help you guys manifest your dream life. Okay, and we can do that together. So let's dive in, shall we? So, okay, I want you to ask yourself, this is like the theme of the episode. Who are you blaming? Who are you blaming for the way your life is right now, for the way your relationship is, your job, your career, your money situation, your body, um, how you feel, your energy levels? Who are you blaming? Okay. So we all blame others from time to time. This is actually our natural human instinct. When something goes wrong, we have a subconscious way of looking around and saying, who can I blame? Who can I place the blame on here? Because it ain't me. Right. And you'll notice like we see this in children when a little kid gets in trouble, they look around, they want to blame somebody else. Nobody wants to get in trouble. Nobody wants to be feel like they were wrong. No one wants to feel like they were incorrect. So if you've listened to my story for a while now, if you've been tuning into the podcast, you probably know I used to have the worst victim mindset. And for those of you who haven't listened to those episodes, victim mindset basically is A way of being in which we feel like we are always looking for ourselves to be the victim. So my victim story largely revolved around money. It revolved around, you know, growing up poor. And, you know, my parents looked to blame uh, systems and people and rich people and, and all of those things for why we were poor, right? It was a lot of like blaming, a lot of victimness. And that really carried with me. So, you know, in college, I was like, oh you know, other people's college is free. People's parents are like, if they have a car they can use, if their parents let them drive, like people, like I worked a lot in college and like, I had some friends who, like most of my friends weren't like filthy rich or anything by any means, but you know, some of them, their parents gave them money so that they didn't have to work while they were in college, things like that. And then after college, everyone was on their parents' health insurance and, parents paying their car insurance and their cell phones. And I was just like completely on my own, broke as a joke, living in this apartment, like just trying to get by. Um, And I will say, you know, 
part of that empowered me to really, really, really work hard at finding a job right after college and a good paying job and all of that and work my way up. And I was like climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder, climbing the fucking ladder. But I still had a victim mindset. Like I would get a promotion, but it was just always like, oh, everyone else just has it easier than me. I just felt like I had been dealt a bad deck of cards or hand of cards, right? And, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, I was like a dramatic little bitch. (laughs) But this is how our ego works. It wants us to blame others. It wants us to find the reason why we did nothing wrong, right? Here's the problem with blaming. It takes away our responsibility. So if I could blame, you know, uh, rich people, super rich people, like, you know, the types, okay, like people are mad about um, Jeffrey Bezos, right? The guy who does Amazon. I don't really know the details, but apparently he doesn't pay people very well and whatever. People blame people like him and other wealthy people and they think, oh, they should just spread their money and do all these things, right? People blame Republicans. People blame Democrats. People blame their parents. People blame men. It takes away our responsibility because for us to believe we can manifest and create changes and take action and change our fucking lives, we have to believe we have some level of power. And when we blame others, we're giving away our power, right? We're taking away our responsibility, which is also our power. When you take radical responsibility for your life and you can look at your life and say, okay, I know why my life is like this right now. I made some choices. I did some things. Here's my life. That means you can also change your life because you hold the power, right? So if we believe we got ourselves where we are, then we know we can get ourselves where we want to be. And so I'll give you another example. So a lot of people blame men, okay? And of course, I believe in in feminism. Feminism is is the equal rights for men and women. Of course, I believe in that. But I think it can get a little toxic when we are creating beliefs that men have it easier. Women are are just at a disadvantage. Women aren't taken seriously. We, We give ourselves the really disempowering belief system sometimes. So, for example, there's a lot of studies around this where women are a lot less likely to ask for raises, right? Most people have heard about this at some point. But also, like, to even take it a step further, in some studies, you know, only 10% of women who asked for a raise and were denied continued negotiating or asked for less or asked for something different, right? Um, only 39% of women in that same study asked for a reason after their raise request was denied. And other studies have shown when negotiating a starting salary, only 12.5% of women are negotiating that starting salary versus 52% of men. So we, it, it, the problem isn't entirely that women are just at a disadvantage and nothing is given to us and everything's given to men. We aren't asking for it. We're a lot less likely to apply for high paying jobs and apply for promotions because we don't believe we're qualified. That's on us. That's on us building up our belief system and taking action. We can't just sit around and blame men for the reason our finances are out of control or or why we aren't doing better. We can take action. 
And I have, <laughs> I've hired a lot of people in my life. And um, a lot of that time I was a sales manager and I was hiring salespeople. And I mean, I can literally think of like two people out of, I don't know, 20 or 30 maybe who asked to like try to negotiate their salary. And these were like probably equal men and women like that I was hiring. People didn't ask to negotiate their salary. And I was always like, why? Um, so I think, I mean, it's, it's crazy to me that only half of men are negotiating the starting salary. Why the fuck not, you guys? Why the fuck not? Ask for it. So here's the thing. We know the data suggests that women aren't asking for raises, aren't asking for promotions, but we're still creating a culture almost where women are disempowered, um, where we're talking about sexism and, and all these things. Here's the problem with that. I think that the way our brain works, right, our reticular activating system, when we adopt a belief, our brain zeroes in on evidence for that automatically. We can't help it. It's just happening behind the scenes. So like an example would be in politics, like if you've decided you either like Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump, once that's activated in your brain, your brain will confirm. It's confirmation bias. Your brain's confirming that. It's going around looking for evidence to support your claim. If you decide that women are just at a disadvantage and, you know, we are just like not empowered and we never get paid the right amount of money, your brain's just going to look to confirm that. It's going to be it's actions of yours. Actions are based off thoughts. So if your thoughts say oh, women don't get raises and then your actions say, well, I'm not going to ask. Well, then what's the result going to be? That's like just so unempowering. And maybe if you're like me and you grew up being taught that rich people are the reason that we're poor or whatever, you know, I'm still undoing that belief system inside of me. I've been doing this work for two years on my money mindset now because it's not empowering at all to believe that rich people are the reason we're poor. That's saying, um, you know, most people who are poor want money. They want to win the lottery. They want to get a better job. They complain all the time about being poor. But they subconsciously may not actually want more money. If they have a belief that money is bad, money is evil, rich people are bad, they probably subconsciously don't actually want it. And we push it away. We push it away and we stay in this like victim circle. And like, I want to travel the world. I want to retire my parents. I want to go on bomb ass vacations. I want to buy a bigger boat so I can like take groups of friends out. There is nothing wrong with that. Those are all beautiful, wonderful things. So like why have a belief that like money is bad or being rich is bad? It's not empowering. So who are you blaming? Who are you blaming for your circumstances? Are you blaming friends who seem to have gotten away with more and they just have better lives? Are you blaming the people on the internet that have like fabulous careers and just like it looks like they got lucky and everything just fell in their lap? Are you blaming parents, you know, loved ones? Who are you blaming? And are you willing to drop it so that you can replace those limiting beliefs with empowering ones. Are you willing to drop the blame game, take epic 
responsibility for where you're at and decide that you hold the power. Literally, you can take your power back. You can take your power back and you can decide the kind of life you want. Like I literally manifested the life that I have. Like it's a Tuesday. It's almost 11 a.m. This is the first thing I'm doing today that involves actual work is recording this podcast episode. I've been going to hot yoga every other day in the class. I get smoothies afterwards. I like go to lunch with friends during the week. I sit in my hot tub during the day. I do a little bit of work. But a lot of my day is like lifestyle. It's like me just like living my fucking best life. And I have a career that I'm passionate about. I I help people build businesses that they're obsessed with. I help people rewrite their mindsets for a living. Like it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. I can take off work whenever I want. I travel whenever I want. I'm going in two weeks to Florida because I changed my mindset. I went from being in victimhood thinking, this is the best it gets. This is the best it gets. And I just can't have anything better. And I'm just blah, 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 blah. To taking my own power, deciding I was able to create the life I want, mapping that out. Like I literally wrote in my journal so many times, like about my business being exactly the way it is today. Like I dreamed it up created the vision, and then started believing in it. And then I took the action. And the action wasn't easy. I was working full-time. I was probably working 50 to 60 hours a week at a very demanding sales job as a manager. I built my business on the side at night, getting home at 6.30, working on my business, having taking client calls after work, going to the gym after work, doing everything after work, fucking hating it. But I fucking put the work in. And on top of that, I took the risks. One of the biggest secrets to success that almost any highly successful person will tell you is you gotta risk it for the fucking biscuit. You really do. And like, that's the biggest thing where, you know, my life looks easy now. I could look lucky to people, but I took the risks. You know, I had a brand new MBA. Um, I had a great job. I had great benefits. And I left it all behind. I literally decided I was going to become a life coach and then transform that into business coaching over time. And it became what it is now. And then I quit my job in the middle of a pandemic um, to take a chance on myself. And I, you know, the first year of my business, I invested, I don't know, $6,000 at least. And this year I've invested way more than that. It's a risk. It takes risks to get where you want to go. You risk looking, you risk embarrassing yourself. You risk failure. You risk wasting your time. You risk wasting your energy. But look what you can gain when you fucking go for it. And you decide that you're not going to be a victim anymore. You're going to take life into your own hands. You're going to grab life by the balls and make some tough choices. Maybe you're going to ditch the friends of your life that are holding you back. Maybe you don't want the same lifestyle as them. And as long as you're hanging out with those friends, maybe they're dragging you down. Maybe you have a significant other that drags you down. That's just not looking to go where you're going. Who doesn't believe in your dreams. You know, are you willing to cut the cord for a better life? Maybe you have toxic family members that 
are disempowering you and you could spend less time with them and set better boundaries? What are you willing to do to get the life that you want? What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to sacrifice? You know, maybe you're not happy with your body, with your health, with your energy levels. Are you willing to go to the gym? Or are you going to complain about it and feel like everybody else just gets lucky? What are you willing to do? I want you to take your power back. Take your power back from your parents. Take your power back from men. Take your power back from whoever the fuck you're blaming. You hold the power. Inside of you is divine wisdom and universal power that you get to tap into. It's time to take your life back. You can do this. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. I love you so much. If this episode sparked something in you, motivated you, share on your Instagram story. Go ahead and tag me in it. I will share it as well. Um, I really appreciate you guys helping me spread the word about the podcast. Go ahead and drop me a five-star rating and write me a review. I know I'm asking a lot, um, but I'm so grateful because I just know, you know, when you guys reach out to me and tell me how much this podcast has changed your life, it's just my fuel to keep going and to spread the message so much further. So. Thank you guys and have a wonderful week. I will see you next time.